Next topic in our study of Hilchah Shabbos and some of the contemporary technologies and how, they, uh, how we should deal with them on Shabbos. Uh, this is a question I get every so often when somebody was moving into a house or installing a new HVAC system or just uh, looking into uh, trying to save money on electricity. Um, and that is the smart thermostats. Uh, popularly, the ones that I usually hear about are Nest and Echobee. Those are the two that I hear about very often. So the question is, uh, what about their usage on Shabbos and what are the issues that are involved? So uh, in the next like three minutes, we're going to do the entire thing. Uh, it's, it's a vast uh, subject, but just to whet your appetite, uh, then tomorrow hopefully we'll, we'll finish off the week with, um, with cameras, uh, motion detectors, things like that. So. Um, just to give a basic, there are two main issues when it comes to, two main functions and main issues when it comes to these Nest Echo B smart thermostats. Two things. First of all, there's something called a near field sensor. I think that's what Nest calls it. There's a near field sensor and a far field sensor. The near field sensor senses when a person uh, comes close to the device and, uh, and then it lights up, kind of greeting, inviting you to touch it and to, uh, and to maneuver. Uh, do whatever you want to change the, uh, the settings. That's the, fir- that's the first thing. It lights up as you come close within a few feet. That's one issue. The second issue is the far field fence. It doesn't actually uh, do-, do anything. There's nothing you see, nothing perceptible that happens, um, but it measures movement and activity in the house and in the room. So the near field sensor, which causes something to light up, is actually less problematic than the, uh, than the far field sensor. They're both problematic, but um, I'm just making sure that's what they're called. Yeah, um, and the reason is because the near field sensor, especially on Shabbos, you couldn't care less. You're not interested in having it light up. You'd rather it didn't light up, uh, and that falls into a category known as low nicha lay. Um, you can speak to the people who are in the smichas chaver program for all these details. We spent a couple of classes uh, in le- learning about the concepts of melechus machshavus, the overarching principles that govern hilchos Shabbos in many parts of the Torah. But uh, there's a significant difference between an action that you are pleased with and not pleased with. When you actually do something with your hands, you, um, you know, if, if, if you uh, uh, t- turn on the light, for example, it doesn't really matter if you care or don't care. That's a direct action. When you're doing something which is not a direct action, but something indirect, it's called a psikresha. So when you are doing something indirect, then we... In halacha, we have to ascertain, it's important to ascertain if a person is interested or not interested in the, in the result. It's called a psikoresha de nichale or de lo nichale. So the first step is, and I'm not going into any details, is that, that the near field sensor that lights up is something that you don't do directly. It's just as you walk by, and you don't particularly care about it, and you'd rather it not happen. And therefore, that's more lenient. I'm not saying it's permissible, but it's more lenient. The other issue, which is the far field sensor, that detects the motion in the room. It detects your patterns uh, as you go through the house. And most importantly, most significantly what it does is it tells if you're home or not. And if you're not home, then according, the Nest device uh, will switch into echo mode, economy mode, after the home is vacant for either 15 minutes or two hours, depending on your patterns and how, how frequently you come back into your house. Echo B has the automatic two hour setting, meaning if you're not at home, um, for two hours, then it switches modes. But that means that, you, that it, your presence or lack of presence in the room and the machine knowing if you're there or not makes a difference to you. You want it. You want it to be on the right temperature. You're interested in having it set, the, set up the temperature properly so that you're comfortable on Shabbos. And therefore, even though it's an unintended action, you're not actually doing anything, you're just kind of being there, you are happy about what's going on when you're in the room and out of the room and the sensors that are being activated and learning your patterns as a result. So... 
Those are the two main issues when it comes to these devices. They are probably all on a rabbinic level and not, not an Isidia Deoraisa, and that's beyond this discussion. But nevertheless, it's, it's, it would be right to find a workaround solution. And there are a couple of them. Uh, one, of the, one of the articles I saw recommended is a way of setting the sensor so that it doesn't sense movement in the house, but it's set to your phone. It follows you uh, based on your phone and follows your patterns that way. And then you just leave your phone in one location and then it just stays constant. The problem then is if your phone battery dies, it automatically goes into echo mode and your house becomes, well, colder now or hotter in the summer. So that's one word of caution that they say. There are other workarounds. There are settings that turn off the various sensors, but you have to really uh, look into it per device. Um, and uh, once you're doing that, uh, one article suggested, once you're taking the time every Friday to like figure out what to do and what you want to set it on and if there's a hold button or not a hold button, then you kind of uh, mitigate the, the benefit of having that device in general. The whole point is that it learns everything, it decides what temperature you like and, 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 and does it all on its own. But once you have to start playing with it every ever shove, you have to, worry, you have to wonder if that's, if that's uh, going to be something that makes sense for you. It's not, it's not a halakhic, it's just the point that I read, a practical point that I read in one of these articles. Um, covering the device, well, it depends on each one. One of them has a sensor that, that is a, that's a, a motion detector. That's the near-field sensor. Um, I believe the far sensors are not affected by covering it, but you have to check the manuals and check with technicians, and we'll talk about it offline. Okay, Rabbi Chalabi Kashmir, 